Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And with us at the ground is Senior Assistant Coach at the Swans, Dean Cox. Dean, great to have you on AFL Nation. Welcome. Gentlemen, thanks for having me. Just give us your overall on how you're trending at four and six after sneaking out of last week with the four points to keep you viable. Yeah, it hasn't been the ideal start to the season. Um, obviously, we cost ourselves a couple of times with some games and we're in front in the last quarter against Port Adelaide and the Giants. But yeah, it's been a little bit inconsistent and we need to wind up as quickly as we possibly can. Coxie, last week you win by three points against North Melbourne. How do you yep. assess that performance in terms of, you know, post-game initially, but then as the week unfolds and things settle down? Oh, I think, first of all, the way we started, missed opportunities probably early. Um, we kicked two goals, five, and had some real ascendancy. And then the ability to allow them to get back in the game, that's something that we spoke about. Um, we were too easy to score against uh, throughout that probably second and third period. And then when they got in front of the last, the last sort of 10 minutes, we we sort of ramped it right up and were able to get back in front and and obviously got the result in the end. But it was a bit of a mixed bag and you want to make sure that you, obviously the standards that you set to be able to get scored against was, was not good enough. And we need to highlight that, but also uh, certainly reward once we got going three or four in a row late in the game. Centre clearances have been a bit of an issue, uh, Coxie. Have you, have you worked out why you're getting so badly beaten there in the last uh, three weeks? Yeah, oh, exactly. And that's, you know, last three weeks, spot on. We were probably the best team up until then. Yeah. And then the last three, we've gone minus six, minus 11, minus 10. So we, we're certainly an area we need to look at. So it's not just obviously some of the personnel, but also sides are getting some real ascendancy and some field position from that part of the ground. So, you know, against a really strong midfield tonight, we've got to make sure that we can try and square that battle and, and get some ascendancy going our way. But we've looked at it the past probably week and a half and, and tried to really drill into it and go back to some of the basic fundamental stuff that we were doing at the start of the year. So given that you haven't got a dominant Ruckman, is, is, the, yeah. is the message robed to the opposition? Is it make sure your bloke doesn't get it before you attempt to get it or is it just use your eye and, and play the ball as it sits? No, you try and understand, first of all, where they're going to hit it. Yeah, and as you said, we probably go 30 40% of the hand. So the ability to be able to identify what the opposition ruck's trying to do to some of their target zones. Yep. That's something you need to look at dramatically. Um, their target players, obviously, they've got some that they go to a fair bit and some of the patterns that they do. So the ability to be able to, first of all, if they do win a clearance, to be able to make sure that it's a dirty ball going forward. And, yep. Um, at the back of the circle where they've come out the front a few times, which has been really disappointing. And Papley was at it again. He was, I think, in one in every three centre clearances for the first five weeks and it moved to one in ten. What what was the reason for the, I guess, the change to exclude him from the centre bounce? No, nah, there's, there's been no sort of Tom not to be there. The first part of training, um, he hasn't been doing that the past, or the, for that period throughout that, so you know, his ability to be able to play forward, we wanted to make sure that that happened. But yep. 
you know, we need his speed and energy and quick feet, certainly around when you're not winning the hit-outs, to be able to make up speed certainly covers a lot of sin. So we're going to make sure he's around there. Uh, he'll be doing a bit of it tonight, and um, hopefully he can um, win some ball himself and get it going our way. Coxie, talk to us about Isaac Heaney. We understand, look, his, his preparation yeah. and everything that we've learned about Isaac over his entire career is is top shelf, and he and he prepares in the in the best fashion to best fashion to to get himself right on on game day. The expectation for performance is high off the back of that and what he's produced in the past. It hasn't quite hit the heights this year. What what are your expectations internally from a Isaac Heaney in terms of rating his or or, or evaluating his performance? Yeah, Isaac's been well, probably quiet this season, you know, to come off the year that he had last year. I think everyone knows his ability to be able to win the ball ahead of, you know, in our forward line's been really important. Um, you know, early in the year, we were generating a fair few, a fair, you know, 55, 65 inside 50s. And, mm. you know, so he was, he was just a little bit out of form and the ability to be able to get him up around the ball at times, um, how much you do it, sort of a, a real balancing act between trying to score and um, and get him around and involved around the ball. So we'll see a bit of that tonight. Um, we want to try and get him back in form as quickly as he possibly can. He's been training. Uh, he's trying to get out of it. And um, hopefully tonight that happens. What impresses you about Errol Goulden? Because we just love watching him. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's an unbelievable um, young footballer. I think as soon as he got to the football club, knew exactly what he wanted to do. He's a student of the game. He spends a hell of a lot of time with coaches going through um, areas, not only about himself, but how he can help the team. And, you know, to have that understanding that a young player in his third year of senior footy is an unbelievable trait and he works as hard as he possibly can. Yeah, we just wish we had a few more of him. There was a, a, a special day or a special night tonight, uh, the unveiling of the Adam Goods statue. And you've got a great history with Adam Goods and with the Swans, but as a player, I mean, they were storied contests between uh, the West Coast Eagles, of which you were a major force, and of course the Swans, of which Goodsy was a, uh, a major force. Uh, two finals that uh, had a split second between both of them. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I was fortunate enough to be there this afternoon, and what certainly Adam's contributed to, to this football club and AFL in general. You know, from afar, I admired the way he played. It's always a one of the hardest matchups that certainly our team had to worry about. And, you know, I think what he's done post footy as well with, you know, and obviously the Marn Cook weekend. Yep. Um, you know, his mum made the first jumper that he captained in and played in um, years ago when he did that uh, war dance. So, you know, I think for, for what he stand up, stands for, stood up for, um, and tries to continually educate, uh, it was an amazing afternoon. And hopefully... Um, you know, all the Indigenous boys that played for the Swans are here tonight and hopefully we can make them proud. Coxie, what are the main focus areas for the, for the Swans fans listening in at the moment as we build up to this game to take apart the Blues? What are the main focus areas for you guys? Oh, first of all, to match them in the contest. They're the number one contested ball team. So that's, that's one thing. Uh, we want to make sure that we can get that done. Our loose ball stuff's been pretty good for the season, so it's not just the first part but our ability to get from contest to contest. Um... Our defensive intent, they try and, um, you know, they're really high with uncontested marks in their back half, so we've got to make sure that we can squeeze them in our front half and try and get those front half turnovers. So we want to be defensively sound, set up really well behind the ball and, and get back to playing that powerful ball that we've shown previous years. Dean, great to have you with us. Good luck for tonight. 
Thanks very much for having me, guys. Dean, well, good to be in the rooms before the game. Uh, not sure. Okay. So hopefully, yeah, some of them will be coming down and making sure they're doing it. Good stuff. Yeah. Dean, thanks awesome. a lot. No problem at all. Thanks for having me, guys. Dean Cox, Senior Assistant Coach at the Swans.